Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You and I are going to have a conversation later that you won't enjoy. series of retro Avenger reviews is Captain America the first Avenger uh, the first in the Captain America series of Marvel films starring uh, Chris Evans as Steve Rogers or Captain America whichever you prefer this uh, review will feature clips from the movie and the trailer which is coming up now yeah and then after that is our retro review uh, featuring James and a uh, retrospective review with Callum Petch so uh, enjoy Rogers Stephen just give me a chance sorry son I'm saving your life said that wars are fought with weapons, but they are won by men. You just don't know when to give up, do you? I could do this all day. Our goal is to create the greatest army in history. I should be going with you. Look, I know you don't think I can do this. This isn't a back alley, Steve. It's war. But every army begins with one man. Five tries in five different cities. I can offer you a chance. He will be the first in a new breed of super soldiers.
Um, I watched Captain America the First Avenger, which I finished about five minutes before the podcast. Now, yeah, it, I quite liked Captain America. I, I did like the fact that it's set in World War II. That, that's just something different. The fact that it's set in the past. Superhero comic book uh, movies generally don't do that. So already you've got something a little bit different. And it's, you know, dealing with those themes. You're dealing with different themes than you're used to dealing with. I like the way it tied in uh, Tony Howard Stark. I like a few of these things, how it tied in a lot of the uh, mythology of Phase 1. I thought Hugo Weaving was pretty good. I like Toby Jones anyway. So, you know, and Tommy Lee Jones is good fun in this as well. My main issue, actually, and it, it's something that, again, is a hangover from watching The Avengers. I don't think Chris Evans is hugely charismatic in this role uh, I don't think it's all his fault because I, essentially I, was gonna say, I don't think the Captain America character is meant because he's a normal most, guy I don't think he's meant to be the most charismatic no. he's not meant to be a, a Tony Stark character yeah and I, I think there's an improvement in Avengers and uh, there's a more defined he's got a more defined character as you know, a man of a moral backbone, and he, I think, what works best actually is when he is kind of placed up next to people like um, Thor and Tony Stark, because all of a sudden it, he looks like a more distinct character. Whereas at times in Captain America, he just seemed like a boring man. <laughs> that 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 was you know, and, and it's like. Because there was no one else really to play off him, because he hardly spent any screen time with um, the Red Skull either. Uh, so a lot of the time he's just like hanging out with other soldiers, just being a bit of a boring man. He can't even get drunk, you know. That's, the the romance part seemed horribly tacked on, but you know it's an action film. Can hardly blame it for doing what all action films pretty much do with their romantic side plots and things like that. I can see a progression with his character, and um, I'd definitely go and watch The Winter Soldier. Um, I think that I think that should be. I'm interested in it. I just I I wasn't hugely hugely bothered by it, to be honest. So you've now heard our uh, retro review of the podcast, a trailer and a few clips from the film, and this that is our retrospective review of Captain America, the first Avengers, with myself, Steve Norman, Owen Hughes. Hello. And Callum Patch. Hello. Uh, so yeah, this was, this was uh, Steve Rogers' first adventure into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There had been a, a, a Captain America film made in the 90s, I think, which I did catch on one end. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if either of you have seen it, but I caught it on one of those really rubbish channels you get on Freeview, like Viva or something, and it was just <laughs> terrible. It was, I, it was I, really bad. I've, I've seen clips of it. It looks <laughs> amazing. I think I, I think I missed the first 20 minutes, and then because, obviously, the film podcast, because Marvel had got massive, I thought, I'll stick with this. Oh, God. Uh, I, if I win the quiz again, Owen, you're watching it, put it oh, that way. No. Why, okay. why, why don't you instead subject him to the um, David Hasselhoff starving Nick Fury, the agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, uh, yeah, this is this is gold. I'm writing these down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, but I don't think that is official MCU canon, that original one. So um, the first official film is obviously the first Avenger. Yes. Mm. 
I think he's made four appearances so far, hasn't he, as Captain uh, America? Uh, yeah, because he, he was briefly in Thor 2, well, lo- yeah, well, but yeah. yeah. Yes. Chris Evans appears in it, basically. Yeah. 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 But, uh, okay, well, should we start from the very beginning? Hands up, who likes it? Yep. Yeah, you can you can probably you won't see if you're listening to this three hands being put up because <laughs> metaphorical yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah. Vis- visual aids are rubbish for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I'd like to stick my hand up in the way that goody like the kind of goody two shoes does in a teacher's class. Go like oh miss miss me me specifically <laughs> the kinds of I'd actually like to sit here and say that the Captain America films are the best Marvel films. Like Ooh. like 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 with the except like with the exception of the original Avengers, which sits in between Winter Soldier and First Avenger for me. Like, the Captain America films, for me, just work completely in everything they do. Um, the, like, the fourth, I, 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 unlike many people, for some reason, actually really enjoy the fourth films, but they are slight. Like, they're kind like, I remember really enjoying Fall of the Dark World, but I can't tell you a single thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd agree with Callum that forgetting The Incredible Hulk, because everyone does, I think, mm. even though I liked both Thor films, I'd put them at the bottom of the event, of the... Marvel Cinematic Universe of the films that I like. Well, as anyone who's listened to these reviews so far will, will, will have heard, I really, I mean, my least favourite is The Incredible Hulk, but that was only after a rewatch. Before that, I thought it was okay, and I thought Iron Man 2 was the worst, and then I rewatched Iron Man 2 and thought, actually, I quite like this. So, made a bit of a switch, but the, the, as far as the Thor films go, they're quite funny. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I would be more in going to put them nearer the bottom well, as well. well. I, I, yeah. did, I did say the other, last week that Thor 3 should just be a, a film centred around Thor getting used to Earth life and human life. Yeah. It, just should be, it should just be a comedy about him adapting to living on Earth. Yeah. yeah that would be the best thing yeah. they could do, to be honest. But, I mean, yeah. Captain America's quite um, different. Obviously, Thor is very fantastical, and you've got Kenneth Branagh doing the first one, and it's all very Shakespearean. The first Avenger is more like, I would say, something like maybe Indiana Jones or yeah, one of these. Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's like one of those like fifties adventure serials. To take, exactly, uh, like yeah. pulpy. Like it's, it's a it's a nice fun pulpy action movie, which is why I really like it because like Joe Johnston, the director who also did Rocketeer, incidentally, like just throws himself in, into it here. Like like just throws himself into the in, into the silliness, the pulp. The, the can-do kind of like cheery spirit but it's required for this film to work it's fun as well is the other thing yeah. I think with the first oh film. yeah yeah it, 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 it's, a, it's a ton of fun like, like it, this is a film that's something that has a middle montage set to the star-spangled man there as well which is just like <laughs> which is a it's a brilliant montage as well like not just because it's fun but also for the small like subtle character work the way it works yeah. with Steve Rogers the song itself is really fun and saying like it's just like it, Johnson just seems to get it he just kind of gets this kind of visual dynamism required some make everything work. It's got this kind of war, warm, war, like, baked-in feel um, vi- yeah. visually, like, kind of ways. I think kind of like, there's a glow coming off of everything. Um, Thinking about the visuals, because <clears> one of the things that has put people off in the past, doesn't bother me, I think it's worked really well, but when you've got um, Chris Evans playing Steve Rogers prior to becoming the super soldier, and the yeah. CGI that's used on him to, to make him look like this skinny, weedy, four-and-a-half-foot man, yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, I haven't got a problem with that at all. Yeah. I think it looks really well. I mean, did, yeah. did it put either of you off the first time you saw it? No, I, I didn't put me off really. Uh, it's obviously noticeable, but it's not something that put me off. I think I think what could have put some people off was that we'd already seen Chris Evans in a superhero film before, or a couple of superhero films. He's in Fantastic <laughs> Four, wasn't he? Um, mm. and, and the second yeah. Fantastic Four film. And you're, and you're kind of thinking, well, 
he's done superhero movies before, and, and it sucked. And even <laughs> even though Steve Rogers and the human torture two different characters with two different personalities, you're kind of a little bit apprehensive going in, especially as Marvel are just starting out as well. You don't know Marvel are going to be this juggernaut of success in the in the cinema world, and you're kind of thinking, oh, he could be rubbish. But it turns out completely wrong. He was really good. Yeah. No, no, no. Like Chris Evans is like the secret weapon of like Marvel Cinematic Universe there because like I don't read um, Marvel comics and that so all I can really do is get them from the films itself but mm-hmm. what I've gathered is that like the captain himself is essentially just this beacon of pure good like yeah. like this pure kind of good kind hearted nature boy who is who gains powers but never like succumbs to egotism never becomes like never becomes a kind of arrogant jerk he's all he always continues to press himself to be just a kid from Brooklyn who doesn't like bullies. Like, it, one, of the, like one of the key scenes in the film is, like, he notes of, I don't want to kill anybody. I just don't like bullies, no matter where they're from. They're, like, and that's his character. And Steve Rogers himself is such, like, just this overwhelming force of good that he's able to essentially turn all the bad of the world kind of into good just by being around him long enough. Yeah. Uh, and it's so nice and pure, and Evans gets that completely there as well. Like, he just walks on screen with this kind of, like, winning, charismatic, kind of R-shucks vibe, and he just fits it perfectly in that. He's fan- like, he is fantastic in that role. He's kind of like just, like, he is the heart of, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe there. But he's also, I mean, because yeah. they the, the base the origins of Captain America in this on mm. the Ultimates version from the comics, which is by Mark Miller. And I think he also captures that kind of... Captain America is a heroic, he's a leader. Um, I think we talked about in the retro review a little bit about how he's kind of boring, but that's only because when you've got him in Avengers, for example, alongside someone like Tony Stark, who's a very out-there, charismatic kind of guy, hmm. it makes him look a bit more boring. But you, but you can't... You see, can't see, I, I don't, I don't, see, I don't think that. Like, I, I actually find Cap to be really interesting and refreshing because of that, like, specific static nature of him like you, you've got like you have uh, films especially films and actresses that have tons of you know like of complicated anti-heroes or like villain <laughs> protagonists or but or good guys that indulge bad sometimes like it's it's genuinely refreshing just to see a night like a being a pure niceness you, you in a film have, every you, now and again you can't have a, a film full of good guys where they're just all cocky rogues no. yeah I mean, for every for every hand solo you need a luke skywalker <laughs> Hmm. Every podcast, Steve, back to Star Wars. Yeah, and I'll do it to the end of time. <laughs> he's going he's yeah. to be unstoppable at the end of December, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I hope it's good. And if, it, and if it's not, like, the podcast will just open with you just swearing the, the house down the entire time. No, it's if, like in bearing levels of despair. If, it, if it's not, it didn't happen, then we're going to review something else. <laughs> you can do peanuts instead. Yeah. Tomorrow... Hydra will stand, master of the world. Born to victory on the wings of the Valkyrie. Our enemy's weapons will be powerless against us. If they shoot down one plane, hundreds more will rain fire upon them. If they cut off one head, two more shall take its place. Hail Hydra. Callum, you said yeah. it's like you, you, your favourite so far. Uh, well, uh, well, no, no, Winter, Winter Soldier for me is my like is for me the best of it, and that it slots in at number three purely because the Avengers, it, like the Avengers itself, like goes a bit purely for the fact that Avengers. I 
Like, admittedly, that's just walking to, like, two-and-a-half-hour self-congratulatory. Well done. We've done this. We've done this. Here's what you wanted. Fan service. But, God damn it, it works every time. So, well, um, I mean... But, like, but the first Avenger for me is just kind of a really, really well-constructed film. Like, and it's it's kind of fun. It fixes a lot of the problems of other Marvel Universe films as well. Like, most Marvel films kind of have really underwhelming villains um, or, or uninteresting ones, but with the exception of mostly like mostly Loki uh, that there but um, First Avenger ha- fixes that by having Hugo Weaving as the Red Skull who doesn't who isn't exactly more de- like more developed than the average Marvel villain but gets by like Lee Pace does in Guys of the Galaxy for Weaving's yeah. sheer ham and cheese like I'm going to go full pelt on being a smarmy evil douchebag route also is there the anything way that... that you don't think worked in First Avenger is there anything that you, um, you learned, yeah you know? yeah specifically as much as I do really enjoy the two montages in the film uh, like Star Spangled Man is one of the highlights to me of the Marvel Universe but then also the Howling Commandos I actually do wish I spent more time with um, the Howling Commandos mm. it's just and a also... to show off the 3D isn't it when you watch it now, it's ridiculous with shields being thrown straight at the camera and explosions <laughs> and people jumping at you and stuff. Yeah, uh, sort of one of those put on 3D glasses now moments. Yeah, yeah, uh, and especially the whole Bucky Barnes thing, like um, like when he like like yeah, like when he dies at the two thirds mark. There, um, it really should hit harder than it does, but by the very nature of the film, you don't get enough time to invest in him per se. Like, like, no, you don't get enough, yeah, like he doesn't feel developed enough, and that, um, and I mean, obviously they pay it off fantastically in Winter Soldier for me. There, like they reverse course to push things entirely through there. But um, for the first Avenger, like from when I was in the cinema and like back for, like four or five years ago, not four years ago now, and again today, um, it's still like it's still a moment that kind of just doesn't really do much for me. And that mm, there, okay. uh, and I, 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 feel, I feel like it works, but like again, the pulpy nature of it all, like because um, especially when certain scenes that have um, really obvious um, special effects, like you know, like when they're boarding the train. Mm. And it's obvious it's like a train on a set, and then really, like poorly covered in matte backgrounds out there. But like initially, first time I watched it, I was like, uh, like when I was young and stupid, I sat there and watched it like, this is bad. But they they let them get away with this. This should look yeah. way better than it does. But then watch it back and I was no, hang on, this meant to be a pulpy set, like a, like for, kind of throw, uh, action, um, adventure throwback thing. It makes sense that it sticks out in this kind of style. If you way. want to see a good scene with Chris Evans in a train, Snowpiercer. I'm just saying. I'm just going to put seen, that I have seen Snowpiercer. Unfortunately, most people won't have because it still hasn't got a UK cinema release. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, the film really does not need its opening sequence, and its end bit should have been pushed to post credits. Um, specifically, anything that's not World War Two bound should not have been in the film for me. Okay. So looking ahead to uh, Marvel Phase Three, because we've still only got two films to go in Phase Two with obviously Age of Ultron and then Ant Man. Has um, Age of Ultron been rumoured to be nearly three hours? Yeah, it's going to be a long one. It's going to be I, there's, there's obviously a lot of cinemas already doing the double header. I've seen my local one yeah. doing the doing the double yeah. header with a midnight release for Age of Ultron and showing the first Avengers first. Yeah, but post post Age of Ultron, post Ant Man, which film are you most looking forward to? Ooh, uh, I want I want to say Captain Marvel. Because I okay. would very much love to, because I am all about that diversity and female, like in female-led movies. 
Um, you know, they haven't done a Scarlett Johansson Black Widow. Uh, Kevin Feig's already ruled that out because Kevin Feig apparently does not know when to shut his mouth. But yeah, no, no uh, Captain Marvel. Um, I will especially be really interested if they actually get Emily Blunt in that role because Emily Blunt's for all roles for life, please. Um, <laughs> and but also especially Civil War at this moment in time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, okay. again because I because I really, really, really like the Captain America films and I am interested to see Tony Stark appear in a film that's not Iron Man three. So we can get a better send off. So I think, I think Civil War is the most interesting one, and it's kind of about the the, the superheroes revealing their identity. Whereas in most of the films so far that we've seen, we all know them already. Hmm. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm re- I'm really interested to see how that one goes. Um, yeah, but 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 again, currently moment, I'm most excited for Captain Marvel. I'm, I'm actually most worried about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 purely because I'm worried that with the state, like with how blockbuster filmmaking works, they'll just simply try and do the first film again. Mm. Uh, I, I think James Gunn's smarter than, smarter than that, but um, I'm still going to be worried anyway until I yeah. see it in front of my eyeballs. Right there. But no, no, I'm really, I'm really excited for pretty much all of Phase 3, really. B- bring it all on here. <laughs> Okay, well that is our uh, our uh, retro Avengers review of Captain America: The First Avenger completed. I think you'll find that's the retrospective review. Yes, but I was talking about the whole thing. <laughs> the whole semantics, whole thing. Steve. Semantics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Owen can fix fix it in the mix, as Carol would have said, with regards to editing. I can, but I might not. Yeah. I might just leave all of this in there. Yeah. Do it properly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> The Failed Critics Podcast is presented by Steve Norman and Owen Hughes, created by James Diamond, with original music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, remixed by James Yule of JamesYule.com. You can find us at FailedCritics.com, on Twitter at FailedCritics, and Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash FailedCritics. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, a few weeks ago, I recommended... Um, oh, hang on, quickly, quickly. Oh. I caught the last five minutes of this, and it was crap, but if we're all into Marvel films at the moment, at 11 o'clock at night, on Saturday, on Viva, which we'll have if you've got preview, is the 1990 Captain America film. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Um, which has a... 3 out of 10 rating on IMDb and 9% rating on Rotten Tomato. And we praise Captain America. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. St- uh, Matt Salinger plays uh, Captain America. Killed his career, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He just started selling tennis balls instead. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.